Welcome to the Femi Point. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from, and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. to the Femi Pod for episode number 90. I'm Esther and as always I'm here with Vitz. We know we went missing last week but after a busy couple of weeks at Femi we decided to protect our mental health and take a week off the pod. But we are back and we are excited to be chatting today. We'll catch you up on all the fun things we've been up to plus all the challenges we've been facing so stay with us as we give you an overview of the last few weeks as athletes, coaches, business owners and female founders. Lids, welcome back to the pod after a few weeks. I know I missed the last one. I was gutted to not be there, but how have you been? What you've been up to? Yeah, great to be back. Um, I have been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every time we come on the podcast, things are kind of the same, but that's probably a good thing um, because consistency creates success. So we have just been hustling. Um, Training has been all good, just continuing to run consistently. I'm actually not feeling fab today, so I'm actually having a day off, which is the first day of not running for a long time, which probably isn't something to celebrate either. I should take more rest, to be honest, but uh, it's nice to have a bit of a day off but um, and try and recover from whatever this is that I've got right now. But it's not COVID. Uh, I have done multiple tests, so I'm all good. But, uh, yeah, training's been all good, just kind of like um, enjoying running with had it busy few weeks slash month traveling again been down to Melbourne a couple of times which we'll chat more about soon but uh yeah trying to just fit in training around all of the fun activities uh all of the work and life is all good uh getting married in a couple of weeks so that's also hectic so just uh <laughs> not much time to breathe at the moment um but it is kind of just one of those times you just got to keep going, head down, bum up, keep working, and I'll have a break when I can. But yeah, things were right. How about you, Esther? I know uh, last time you were on the pod, you were kind of in the midst of COVID. How are you feeling? Like, I obviously know, but let's give the listeners a bit of an update on your health. You know everything because I tell Lydia everything. She's my first point of call, but I am all right. Yesterday I called Lids crying because I had a shitter of a run, but um. I don't know. I feel positive that it's not going to be as bad as last time, but I am like noticing a few similarities in terms of like my heart rate and like how I feel on runs and that sort of thing. But I've been a lot smarter in that I took basically two weeks off running um, and I ran every second day following that. This week I sort of tried to run every day and I think I might have overdone it on Tuesday because I had I did a 30 minute jog in the morning and I already felt a bit tired and the environment was like come and play indoor netball with me and I was like oh my god I haven't played indoor netball or netball for like 15 years so I went and played and to be honest I don't regret it because it was so fun um Lids was like protect your ankles strap them um but yeah they were great they held strong um but then I tried to do another run the next day and I was running up some hills and my heart rate was like, I don't know, like in the 170s. And I was like, yeah, I should just stop here. So I just called the run, walked back the last two or three Ks um, and was a bit disappointed because it 
I don't know, just the feeling of that run was like when I had long COVID. So I was just a little bit sad after that. But yeah, taking the day off today. Yeah, I'm staying really positive, continuing to believe that I'll bounce back. And yeah, I definitely think I will. Um, I think I was just really excited for the first time at Road Relays to run and feel like my old self. Like I felt really strong and I felt like every kilometer I got faster. My last kilometer was like by far my fastest. And I just felt like awesome again. And I was like, yes, everything I've worked for over the last 18 months is happening. Um, and then I'm like, bang, smashed in the face with COVID again. Nah, I'm being over dramatic. It's not that bad, but like, yeah, I think I was just yesterday, finally like let it all out and had a fat cry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I am all good. I'm staying positive and I can run a bit, which is nice. Like at least I can still move. And I've just sort of decided that I'm going to do lots of mobility and the things that I can do while I can't run as much because I'll probably end up coming back to running even better than I was running before. So yeah, staying positive, staying excited and running is all good. Got no plans to race or anything because that would be silly. Um, Don't want to put any pressure on myself. Um, But yeah, I'm in Auckland right now. I'm up in Auckland for the Femi Shakeout tomorrow for the Auckland Marathon. So looking forward to seeing the gals then. And then I'm off to Brisbane where I get to hang out with Lids and we're going to go to the cause if anyone remembers the cause both of our um parents liked the cause when they were younger um and so Lids and I know all of the songs so we're going to go and rave to that <laughs> and then going to Noosa to work with Lids for like two weeks and then the wedding so yeah it's very exciting times coming up it's going to be so fun very exciting yes I know we barely get to work like side by side with each other so it's going to be fun to actually sit next to each other and work together for the next couple of weeks but hard to concentrate on work when there's so many other exciting things going on so we have to try and stay focused which is uh yeah difficult at times but it's going to be nice I know you're just coming back from COVID but even just getting out for jobs together will be really fun and yeah, I think it's funny because um, both you and I like put pressure on ourselves to be training at a particular level and like getting a certain amount of Ks under the belt and doing certain sessions in our training weeks. But uh, even today, we're just like, well, why do we put the pressure on ourselves? We're literally not signed up to do any racing. <laughs> and like there's no pressure from anyone for us to be at a certain level of fitness right now. Uh, so we definitely have to listen to our bodies or we end up in these situations where we're both sick and not even being able to run at all. So I guess that's a bit of a note to anyone else who's kind of putting that pressure on themselves too, to just take a step back and ask yourself why you're putting that pressure on yourself and just try to enjoy your training form of movement, whatever you do as much as possible. But yes, the last month has been very busy. We both, Esther and I, were down in Melbourne earlier this month for the Nike Melbourne Marathon Festival, which was so exciting, so cool to be amongst the running community as a whole, but more specifically be amongst the Femi community in Melbourne. Our Femi community in Melbourne is popping off. There is just so much uh, energy around the women runners in Melbourne. Uh, it's funny when we say Femi community because we consider any woman runner <laughs> as part of our community. And it was so nice to meet so many new faces when we were down for the Nike Melbourne Marathon Festival as well. 
we had a Femi Clubhouse, which was awesome in Cremon, where we had hundreds of women come through the space over the couple of days that we had it open. And it was just such a beautiful environment for women to connect to each other and gain confidence from each other and, yeah, just converse about their running and life outside of running as well. So shout out to everybody who did come to the clubhouse and the who that we got to meet across the weekend too. It was awesome to see you all there. Yeah, it was so fun. Absolutely loved the clubhouse. And also the race day was so cool. I got to um, head down to the media area with Lids and we were down by the finish line and just the energy was incredible and seeing all the Femi gals come through the line in their awesome Femi kit and seeing the winners of some of the races as well too was like really, really inspiring. Um, And then just seeing the grit and determination of like thousands of people as they like stumbled across the line and I don't know. It just blows my mind when I see how hard people are trying and working. And like, it's just like a real beautiful moment. I think the finish of races always makes me quite emotional and shed a few tears. Um, But yeah, there was people, you know, especially in the marathon that looked just absolutely knackered and (laughs) they just pushed themselves for so long. You know, it's like a whole nother world. It's crazy. But yeah, it was such a fun day. Uh, But yeah, we also launched the Woman in Motion, which I'll throw over to Lids to chat through what that is and, and the journey to, I guess, launching that doco. Yeah, so you might have seen on some of our social channels us talking about Woman in Motion. We launched this campaign about maybe a month ago now, um, and it really encapsulates where women are at right now and the progress that we're making, not just in the sporting space, but globally across all industries. And we really wanted to highlight our own community and I guess the progress that these individuals and these women have made within themselves over the last couple of years since coming into our community and joining Femi. So uh, Women in Motion is a docuseries that is uh, hosted on our YouTube channel, which we'll put into our show notes for you to go and check out. And we tell the story of four of our community members, including one of our Femi coaches, the beautiful Miriam Dowie. So throughout these stories, you should be able to understand how understanding your body, learning about your body as a woman, learning about your menstrual cycle and like the ins and outs of your cycle can really give you so much confidence in who you are as a woman. And these incredible women have like been so vulnerable with their stories and taken us on a journey from where they were before finding out about their bodies and finding Femi essentially to where they are now, these vibrant, confident, powerful women who are really, you know, becoming the faces of Femi, which is awesome. Um, So this series hopefully shows you the power, the power of what we're trying to do here at Femi um, and inspires you also to go and learn more about yourself and embrace your body and and know that it's never about what we look like. Uh, it's, It's about how you feel when it comes to movement and what exercise and sport can actually do for you in terms of your confidence is just so beautiful. We want every woman to be able to feel that. Hence why we encourage everybody to move in a way that is right for them in a sustainable way, in a way that they can move for the rest of their lives so they can continue to grow into these confident women. So go and check out their stories. Um, Again, tagged in the show notes, share them around because we need the world to know the power of movement and understanding your body as a woman. I think I said woman about a hundred times just then. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's just like the importance of storytelling. And what we also want to encourage is all of you out there 
to tell your own stories and and be vulnerable. I know Esther and I have obviously been very vulnerable. If you're a, a long time FemiPod listener, you will know the ins and outs of our entire lives because we're so open with our stories. Uh, and we encourage other people, of course, have boundaries, but to tell your story and open up to people because it's very, very common that you'll find other people who have gone through very similar things to you. And you'll realize that you are not alone in this world. And I think that's something that I struggled with when I was younger. I thought that I was kind of the only one battling this conflict of interest between like looking after myself versus doing what I think I have to do to be a successful female athlete. And uh, I 100% was not alone. Uh, There were so many other people going through it, but I didn't talk about it. So I just didn't know that it was a thing that others were, were battling too. So Storytelling is so important. It inspires so many other people. It builds connection to other people. And um, that really is one of the things that I believe is the only way forward for us to progress as as people and to make the world a better place for everybody. Definitely, yeah. I loved watching everyone's stories and learning about who they um, were. And, like, I guess, yeah, the more you tell your story, the more people understand why you are the way that you are and, like, they can relate um, to some parts of it, I'm sure, but also, yeah, like you said, let's be inspired by your story and like resilience. Cause everyone, you know, life is hard, right? Everyone has been through challenging times. So like the more we can share it, yeah, the more we can relate and know that we're not alone. Um, so yeah, highly recommend getting amongst, um, watching those on YouTube. And then apart from that, we wanted to talk about the app. So obviously we've introduced Femi app, now on socials, we've talked about it on the podcast. We are deep in beta testing. So we've got hundreds of ladies in the app who are testing it, finding bugs for us, telling us things they like, things they don't like. Um, and it's just an awesome time, um, an exciting time of change. But we are pretty pumped because we are getting really, really close to launch. So this has been such a long time coming. Liz and I are probably like in shock that it's actually nearly here because it's been so long. <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing out and in the wild. Um, So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. It is very, very close to being on the app store. Um, We will only be on iOS. So for iPhones to start with, but down the line, we will have Android available as well. Um, And then also, if you are keen to be a tester, head to femi.co, our website, um, and input your email um, on our website. So you can be Uh, made aware when we can have you come into the app so we're about to get half marathon and marathon guidance into the app so basically if you're training for a half or a full soon you might be next up on our testing list to come in and help us out but also get guidance towards you like your next race which is pretty cool so yeah head to our website um, submit your interest but keep your eyes peeled because we are getting so close and I'm so excited yeah, it's so exciting. I think um, for us to get these this level of support and guidance out to women is just so exciting because it just doesn't exist anywhere. The way that we're building programming and giving women guidance is super unique and I think is what really sets us aside from any other, you know, coaching platform or running platform is the fact that everything we provide to you, the woman athlete, the woman runner, is based on you. It's based on your ability and your goals, what you want to chase, how long you've been running for, and taking obviously into account your menstrual cycle, which makes it a hundred times more personalized than anything else that's that's out there. So 
It's just so cool, I guess, for us to think that if we provide the best run programming possible to you, we have a better chance of keeping you in running and actually enjoying running. And that is our goal as Femi coaches, is for you to build a sustainable relationship with running because we want you to reap those rewards. And um, the only way to do that is to do it in a really holistic and healthy way as a woman. So it's just so exciting that we can provide that support to you that is just nowhere else as well as like bring the community together into one place. So yeah, we have some pretty big ambitions and goals for where we want to take the app in the future. We're obviously very early days. I want to say early days, yet we've been working on it for a long time, Um, but it's still very early and uh, what we see the Femi app evolving into is not where it is going to be when we launch, but it's going to be um, a pretty amazing tool for you all to use to become better runners and build that healthy relationship with running and yourself, which is really exciting. Yeah, I love that, Liz. Yeah. And I think I'll just add one other thing. Um, I loved your explanation of like how we um, include the menstrual cycle with your training. But I think what's also unique to Femi is that we acknowledge that everyone's different and we're not giving a one size fits all program to you. Like we acknowledge that, you know, Lids feels the most tired in her cycle in week three and we can get that information from Lids and adjust the program to suit her. And then for me, it's like a few days prior to my period. And then for another woman, it's ovulation and everyone is so unique and different, but we're able to actually gather that feedback from you and influence your program. So we're not one of those cycle syncing companies that just says this is what you should be doing at this time of the cycle. We actually acknowledge and understand that everyone is super unique and how they experience the menstrual cycle. Um, that's what we offer up. Yeah, I think it's such a good point to make because I think there's a big fad at the moment around cycle syncing and people kind of just assume that that's something that we do at Femi, but it really is not like there's some similarities in that you want to understand your body. You want to understand the phases of the menstrual cycle and how the the menstrual cycle is broken down, because to be honest, a lot of women don't even know that. But I guess the difference between cycle syncing and training to your cycle is that we provide a really personalized approach, as Es mentioned, which is based on you and how you feel throughout your cycle and what experience you have training your cycle is just so much more personalized and so important for those who do menstruate compared to just like taking a cycle syncing approach and thinking that's the right thing that that you should be doing. Awesome. Well, I guess the other thing that we're like going through at the moment, which um, I guess we haven't been super vocal about is the fact we're capital raising and we are raising investment and trying to find funding for us to continue to build this, this exciting product for you all. And uh, Esther and I have been raising investment for about 12 months now. And uh, it's like a whole new world to us. Before the middle of 2022, we'd never really even explored what trying to find investment would look like. And we went through the StartMate Accelerator program. And that kind of like, I guess, opened our eyes to this world of being a a founder, an official female founder and, um, and raising money and Yeah, I guess it's just been a huge learning curve and a massive journey for us. I think uh, we definitely find a lot of challenges, the fact that we are women in this very dominated world, which, as I'm sure you're all aware, we're very used to being in the sporting industry. Uh, But uh, trying to raise capital as two female founders building a company for women has definitely been tough. Most of the time we're pitching to men 
um, mostly men who don't really understand the female body or the need for what we're building. And uh, a lot of it is just banging your head against a bit of a brick wall at times. One of our male investors said to us recently, I also suspect you're battling being two young female founders. Was their company doesn't have an issue with that and they that they like female founders. The wider VC, which is venture capitalist um, market, is still a bunch of dudes chasing SaaS tech for the most part. So, yeah, I mean, even the male investors are aware that female founders are missing out because of our gender. And it's just, it's just rough. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, really. It's just a hard, it is a hard uh, industry to be in. And I think there's definitely change coming, but like, Yes, you might know the numbers better than me, but female founders are actually more likely to succeed in their startups than male founders. Yeah, you're bang on, Lids. I think I remember um, one one of the numbers and it's around um, like revenue. And so I think it was a study in Australia found that for every dollar of funding going into women-founded startups, they do generated 78 cents of revenue compared to 31 cents for male founded startups. So it blows my mind that women still struggle to get funding, even though the numbers are showing that we're doing better. It's like, it's frustrating. It's like women's sport again. It's like the self-fulfilling prophecy. There's less women founders because there's less money going into them. But really, we're actually doing really well. Same as women's sport. We just need people to get behind it. We need people to give us more money to help mentor, get us the right connections, um, same as women's sport. We need more sponsorship. We need more media. We need more coverage um, because we are proving people wrong every time. So, yeah, it has been really hard. And this is, I really feel for Liz because that's like part of her job is, well, a huge part of her job is trying to get investment for Femi. And then I get to go sometimes and talk about the app. But like she is hustling day to day, like talking to people being like Femi's so cool look at Femi like telling our story over and over again and like people do get it and they sort of like give us a pat on the back a lot um, because they know it's mission driven and it's an important purpose but the follow-through is not there and I do think that is largely because we're women um, and there's that stigma against us still so yeah it's been a struggle Um, we're battling through but yeah if you are listening and you know anyone that you think would be interested in Femi or, you know, has the resource to get behind a mission like Femi, please hit us up through our website, Femi.co, or directly to Lids or me through socials or Femi.co, socials as well. Um, but, yeah, we are searching. Yeah, it just blows my mind because, yeah, like you said, it's the stats are there. Like it's evident that female founders can be very successful and make a lot of money. Yet these investors who are trying to make money are not interested. And it's kind of like, (laughs) there's like, what? This doesn't make sense. If you want to make money, why don't you just invest in female founders who are doing cool things as well as things that are going to make the world a better place? Uh, But yeah, it is tough. I think for me, as you said, it is a big part of my job, but being an elite athlete and growing up in that world, I think it's definitely like, set me up for this kind of environment where there's a lot of pressure um, but dealing with the pressure both you and I I feel pretty confident that we can deal with pressure relatively well and I think that's definitely come from being in those highly competitive athletic environments 
So I think it all comes back around. But uh, I do love a challenge, to be honest. And there's nothing more rewarding when you get people across the line. And when people totally get what you're trying to do, it's just so satisfying and exciting because you know that change is coming. And that's like ultimately what we want at the end of the day is change and gender equality. So Yes, it is coming. It's just taking longer than we would like, but the app is almost there, which is going to be a connection point for every woman around the world. And that's really fucking exciting. Um, I, we just can't wait to get it on the app store and show show the world and get you all out running in a really healthy, holistic, uh, sustainable way. Yeah, we can't wait. It's been such a long journey. Um, and thanks everyone for supporting us along the way. Um, we can't wait to see you all using the app and getting amongst it. Yeah, shout out to the community. Shout out to you all, whether you turn up to our runs on Fem Fridays around the eight cities or you have partaken in some of the race events that we've put on or you've got merch and you wear that around or you literally listen to the podcast, you're here. So shout out to all of you for supporting us so far. I think what men say all the time is if we were creating a product for men and we were male founders and we were doing something for men's health and the way trying to make men feel better about themselves, uh, we would be having cash thrown at us. We're pretty confident of that. So um, we'll get there. Yeah. But the momentum that we've got with all of you here listening today and, and beyond, we're just so grateful for because it just shows how important this topic is and, and how important this change is. Well, I think that is it from us today we have a very exciting episode scheduled for next week so definitely come back for that one but in the meantime as s mentioned if you do want to get in touch with us you can head to our website femi.co hit us up on instagram femi.co both of those are in the show notes so go through and connect with us we would love if you could give us a review on the podcast as well we don't ask much i what i would like to think but it would be awesome if you could give us five stars and a review on apple pods or on spotify so that would be very very much appreciated but in the meantime have an amazing week and esther and i will be back with you next week thank you